This is Rudy Giuliani. Back uh, with you again on Thursday afternoon between 5 and 6 on bbsradio.com with Inside the 2022 Election, which, you know, each week, of course, (laughs) gets one week closer. So let's see if we can do an overall overall, uh, analysis. Quick, quick, quick. You want to call in along the way, you feel free to do that. I'll give you the number right this minute if you don't have it, 888-627-6008, 888-627-6008. Or you can do 323-724-4851 if you are overseas. So let's go with the Senate election first. It it it, it hasn't changed much since last week. Um or maybe I should say it's made the kind of slight changes that racers at this stage make. And, of course, uh, I will be accused of being biased, and I, I would ask you to take that into consideration. I am a Republican, after all. Uh, however, I do think the last week has slid further in Republican direction because as I look at the overall poll. For example, um, this is a poll by uh, the Morning Consult Political Survey. So um, Politico is, uh, you know, unless you've been somewhere in Mars for the last couple of years, very, very, very Democrat. They're the ones who originally published the massive libel that the hard drive was um, Russian disinformation, which turned out to be a fraud on the American people. A false attack on Russia. I mean, kind of dangerous to be falsely attacking a nuclear power. And it turned out that, of course, the hard drive and the computer uh, were Hunter Biden's 100 percent. He never denied it. Uh, He's now admitted it. And the 51 intelligence officials are disgraced for life who just signed it without ever asking to see a single piece of evidence so they could interfere with the election and also create the possibility of hostilities beyond the ones we already have between the United States and Russia. But, but so that, that's political for you. But here, here's, their, here's their most recent poll reported this way. A staggering 93% of registered voters say their concern was inflation with 71% very concerned. Now, since the reality is, although, you know, Democrats are, are, are putting up a very, very um, almost counterproductive defense that Biden has nothing to do with inflation, he caused it. Even the rise in the gasoline prices, 50% of it took place before Putin laid a glove on Ukraine. And it is considerably higher than it was under Trump. And although it went down for a little while, it's going up again. But that doesn't compare to the price of food, the price of other uh, items that are absolutely necessary, the inability to get formula. Um, We're talking about, depending on how you measure, anywhere from an 8 to a 12% inflation year over year. Which also means, as uh, articles this week highlighted, 
your 401k is worth 10% less than it was last year at this time, uh, or, or your IRA, or your bank account, or the salary that you're getting. So if you've got a 5% um, increase in salary, you actually have a 5% decrease in salary. That's how inflation works. The value of the dollar is down. It is the most devastating tax that anyone can impose. Uh, sometimes it's imposed by the circumstances of the economy. Sometimes it's imposed by extremely ridiculous, idiotic, ignorant policies. And that's the case here with Biden. I mean, uh, the price of energy is completely determined by the fact that the first day Biden came into office, he canceled the one. He canceled most of the oil and gas projects. He made it clear he wants to get rid of oil and gas by uh, 2030, which means he killed investment in oil and gas. He took an energy independent country and made it dependent. Uh, so people are getting killed at the grocery store, at the gas pump, and just wait for the winter. He might get away with a little of that because the winter hasn't started yet, but it's supposed to be. Well, it's supposed to be a disaster in Europe, and for us, pretty close to a disaster. If 93% of the people are concerned with inflation, it's a democratic disaster. It would normally be. The economy is something that almost always favors uh, Republicans. There was a while here when the, um, you know, the Roe uh, case was uh, uh, reversed and the issue was sent back to the states for decision that abortion became important. But the Democrats overplayed their hand by saying that the decision, you know, outlawed abortion. No such thing. The decision returned abortion to a decision to be made at the state level, not at the federal constitutional level, so that a state like New York can approve abortion up until the moment of birth, which means you can kill a uh, fetus at eight or nine months in New York, which the Democratic left wing progressive legislature of New York applauded wildly when they passed the ability to murder uh, what are fully formed children at eight and nine months. It's the thing that completely uh, turned me upside down and said the Democrats are an extraordinarily dangerous political party. Uh, but in any event, abortion is way down there now. So Politico says 93% say inflation, 71% are very concerned. 81% of voters say the economy will play the major role in their November 8 uh, choices. Uh, the other key issues are in the following order. Crime uh, clearly uh, favors Republicans since the Democratic cities are the ones that are producing all the crime. Even the states that are Republican states that have high crime, it's as a result of, having a Dem of unfortunately having a Democrat city. All the crime in Texas is in Democrat cities with Democrat mayors. Uh, you look at a, um, you look like, you look at a state like Georgia, all the crime is in Fulton County in Atlanta. I mean, it's, it's a low crime state if we take it out. Um, not only is Atlanta, uh, contributes greatly to the crime in Georgia, it's one of the most dangerous cities in America. Uh, of course, exceeded by Philadelphia which uh, set a record last year for homicide with a Soros district attorney uh, who is supported by the candidate for the Democrat candidate for governor, Shapiro, 
and very strongly supported by the Democrat, rather strange, weird candidate for Senate Fetterman, who doesn't appear to be able to understand the language, which he has to have translated through some kind of a strange program that converts it into another language. Then he can understand it, and then he can decide something about it. He released records from a doctor. They were all conclusory, and they gave you no hint as to his cognitive impairment. But when you hear him speak, he sounds like he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Uh, beyond that, if he did know what he was talking about and when he, he did, he was for defunding the police. He was for releasing approximately half the people from jail, which he was a big supporter of Krasner, the DA in Philadelphia who's making Philadelphia a ghost town, a murder capital. Philadelphia has more murders right now than New York and Chicago combined. Uh, thank you uh, to the Democrat mayor and the Democrat district attorney, the Democrat attorney general who's running for Governor Shapiro, and of course, Fetterman, who supported all of it. Why that wouldn't result in Oz and Mastriano uh, winning? Well, the polls are closing, and Oz is with either tied or within two points, and Mastriano's down to about four, even though he had been like 25 points behind. This poll really tells you the answer. Uh, when you get to abortion, that's issue number six on the list. And then uh, way down is, uh, now, who do, who, who do they trust? On the economy, they trust uh, Republicans. On inflation, they trust Republicans. On jobs, they trust Republicans. On immigration, they trust Republicans. And on crime, they trust Republicans. On abortion, they trust Democrats. This is what uh, you're seeing in the uh, races that now are tightening. So here's where we are on, uh, I have in front of me an interactive map uh, that tr tries uh, to bring together all of the different polls. I like, uh, I usually like the real clear politics average. Uh, and I'll give you that too, but just to show you where things are right now. But um, right now, we've got uh, 49 Democrats locked in. That means they're either not up for re-election or they're going to be re-elected, uh, like California, for example, or New York or Illinois. Or... We're not going to fight those. Uh, Connecticut, I don't know. Connecticut is a long shot. I mean, a long shot for... Republicans. Not sure I'd put it in the absolute definite 1,000% category. I sure would put uh, Illinois and California there. On the Republican side, you've got the same thing. You've got 49 locked in. So we're talking about states like Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, two in Oklahoma, uh, Missouri, Indiana, Kentucky. Uh, the Dakotas, South Carolina. Now, now we get to which way is it breaking more? So we have, um, we've got eight that would be put in the likely category for, uh, for Democrats and 14 put in the likely category for Republicans. Now let's go to the middle. Let's go to the toss-ups. 
what are the toss-up states? The toss-up states are Nevada and New Hampshire. So those states could go Republican or Democrat. In uh, New Hampshire, you have uh, General Baldock and Maggie Hassan. Uh, Hassan's got the money. Baldock's really got the issues and um, has been bitterly attacked uh, with millions and millions of dollars as some kind of a right-wing maniac. Hard to believe that a general with the army is a right-wing maniac and one who fought in the Afghan war, heroically, by the way. And when you listen to him, he sounds like an extraordinarily reasonable man, including on abortion, where he is not in favor of a national ban, but is in favor of reasonable restrictions. Although they try, you know, they do that all the time. Republicans want to end Social Security? No. They want to end Medicaid? No. Um, So that race... I mean, that is a toss-up. It could go either way. And that, if the Republicans were to win that, that would put them at the at 50 votes. Aha, but not enough yet, because they need one more in order to get to 51, which would uh, secure their, uh, their, their victory. And that's Nevada. So Nevada is... Um, Nevada is extremely, extremely uh, close. It's Catherine Cortez Masto, the incumbent, against Adam Laxalt. Um, and it is a, uh, in, in terms of polls, uh, you got somewhere he's leading, you got somewhere she's leading. I have one here from CBS News and YouGov where he's leading by a point. That's not that's not a lead we, we sort of take to the bank, correct? Um, so here's here's the latest breakdown in 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 polling. Pennsylvania, the latest poll by Fox has a tie between Fediman and Oz, and it has Shapiro up by seven forty nine forty two. Which, given the fact that he was up by like 25, means that Mastriano, Shapiro has the lead, but Mastriano has the momentum. Hmm. Momentum in election can mean everything. Let's see. I, I would not give that uh, governor seat to the Democrats at this point. I would call it leaning Democrat, seven point lead. You got to grant that it is. Mastriano, in addition to being a personal friend, is a great candidate and uh, also a military hero, 27 years, a colonel, a published historian, an extraordinarily reasonable man who's been attacked as some kind of a right-wing maniac, which he hardly he hardly is. And I mean, that's, that's what Democrats run on, right? Um, Nevada. The Senate race, I already told you, is Laxalt's up by one. That's a race he was losing most of the time. So that one is not much, but it also shows the momentum is in his direction. And the gubernatorial race, <clears throat> the gubernatorial race is tied. And that's between Lombardo and Sicily. So that looks like it's going to go down to the wire also. 
and probably be unpredictable by election day. But we got a week, two weeks to go. North Carolina in the Senate race, which was originally described as a, I don't know if it was ever a toss-up, but sort of uh, a questionable, a questionable state. Uh, North North Carolina now, I would say, is beyond a leaning state. I would say it's a likely state with the Republican uh, candidate leading by four points. Mm, Certainly not a definite, but one that uh, one that looks okay. Uh, In Michigan, the governor's race uh, where we have Whitmore and Tudor Dixon, and uh, this was extraordinarily big, big, sure win for the Democrats. Whitmore got her head handed to her in the debate by Dixon. And uh, really because she doesn't have much of a head. And she's also been a uh, very, very authoritarian uh, governor particularly using the pandemic uh, to bring out her socialist authoritarian street. You know, everybody else can't go on vacation except her husband. Nobody else can go to dinner but her. Uh, everybody's got to wear masks but her and her family, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and, and, and then um, probably kept the mandates alive longer than anyone else. And, and, um, Enforced them with the um, enforced them with the um, sort of spirit of an authoritarian. You know, what does Biden say? Semi-fascist when he doesn't want to say fascist. She maybe he should look at his own political party and the way they enforce these mandates. Where are your papers? Show me your papers. I need your papers to really decide what's going on there. So. Uh, so Whitmer's got a five-point lead. We'd have to say that's leaning, likely Democrat. You, you could you could argue that. Wouldn't count on it. Oregon, tremendous surprise. Oregon hasn't had a Republican governor in thirty years. Oregon has Portland, which is, you know, look, looks like a broken down city in in the um, in the undeveloped part of China. With, where where uh, everybody smokes dope. And if they smoke dope, you're lucky. I mean, if they smoke marijuana, you're lucky because more often it's, you know, crack, cocaine, heroin or combinations of that, which could be laced with fentanyl and kill you. They've got record overdoses. They've got record crime. They got a police department that's down about one third and nobody wants to be a cop there. And I've got people in Manhattan visiting that come here from Portland and say that Portland is three to four times more dangerous than New York City. And people in New York City are in panic over the amount of crime here. So for that reason, the Republican Drazen is ahead by two points. 37, Drazen. 35 for Kotek, who's the incumbent governor, and 17 for Johnson. And this one I'll go out on a limb. 
I think the Republicans are going to win this because I think the people of Oregon have no choice. I mean, you might as well say goodbye to Portland if you elect Kotek as the governor. Um, the police will be gone. The enforcement the, the of the law will be gone. Everybody will be on dope and nobody will want to go there. And the businesses will pull out. So it's, you know, it's back is up against the wall. So now we get to my favorite state, New York, which um, which has come up with three polls recently, all of them showing a race that is closing. Zeldin, who's the Republican congressman from Long Island, who was behind by double digits, is now in each of these polls behind by single digits. The worst one is about eight points. The best one is about four. And the latest one is six, which was taken by WNYT-TV. And uh, that's a six-point lead that used to be a 12-point lead. So we got three weeks. The issues line up dramatically favorable to, 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 to Zeldin. Whereas the economy is the number one issue, most other places in New York City and New York State, crime is the number one issue because it is under Hochul truly out of control and truly her fault because she signed a law that provides that basically everybody gets out on bail unless you murdered about 14 people. And uh, also, it doesn't allow judges to consider danger as a reason for holding you. So if you get caught with a, just a, you know, a, a robbery, but uh, you're not a, there's no evidence that you're a danger of violence to anyone, the judge can let you out. The estimate is there are about five to 7,000 criminals that otherwise would be in prison if we had a sensible state that aren't. Or uh, the way it was put was if I were the mayor or Bloomberg. I would tell you from my own observation, that's a conservative number. So crime is up 40% in New York, if you want a number. Murder is down slightly, but violent crime is up dramatically. And crime on the subway is epidemic, which in New York is a, a big um, a big indicator of fear and flight. And, and we are suffering from the biggest flight in America which creates enormous financial problems. This is why I think things are going to continue to tighten in that race, because I don't think there's much good news ahead for Hope, nor does she seem to be much of a candidate. She's not articulate. She's not energetic. And she's got corruption problems. She's got a pay-for-play scandal in which she gave a company uh, a contract for COVID testing and uh, she paid them two to three times more than California did. And she got a $300 million contribution in return, all within a short period of time, making it look like a bribe, which is the third time this has happened. <coughs> She's also spending an excessive amount of money to build a football field for the Buffalo Bills outside of the city of Buffalo. Originally, it was supposed to be in Buffalo at an excessive rate with unions from outside the state, all of which contributed to her. But worst of all, her husband is a major executive with a concession company that stands to make millions should this new stadium be built. 
Now that is, you know, that's Biden, that's Cuomo, that's the Democrat Party of today, which is pay uh, for play. So we have, I believe, we have a call from Rob. Yep. And I thought we would take, I thought we'd take a minute break in this rundown because I'm trying to give you, you know, a lot of information at once, and then we'll then we'll do issues. But maybe we'll take a question from Rob and see what he has to say. Hello, Rudy. Yeah, hi, Rob. How are you? How you doing? This is Rob from Secaucus. So tell me how how are things going now that we're five and every time I talk to Rob, of course, it brings up the New York football giants who are now five and one. The, I that's hear not they're why doing you good. So tell me, tell, yeah, tell me no, what's up. No, it's not. Yeah, no. Well, um, I you know I was listening to you earlier today on WABC as well as as I do every day, and um, and so it. I, you know, obviously there's a big problem with crime. You know, it's a huge problem. And, you know, it, at this point, it, it's beginning to filter over and across the river from New York into Secaucus. Because I talked to the other day a maintenance guy who works at my um, the, the, the uh, facility where my business is. Um, and he started mentioning to me, and he's from Peru originally, but he's been here as long as I can remember. He's been here for like 20 years. I always talk to him when I meet him out in the back as I'm getting in my car. And um, he talked to me about right out on the corner of Patterson Plank Road here at the corner of the plaza, there are people walking around holding up signs saying, please help me I'm from another country, something like that. And they're blocking the traffic. And I know it was a problem in the town and the the, the police were called and the police really can't do anything about it. And then right around the same time I was driving and I have a van that I park out in the parking lot for advertisement purposes. And I saw something that I looked like it was hanging from under the van. And I immediately thought, what the hell? Tell me somebody pulled the, ca- the catalytic converter. Sure enough, right. I pulled up to the car. The, ca- the catalytic converter is missing from the car. And I'm hearing stories in the town, generally speaking, that crime is now up in Secaucus. It's come through the tunnel, and it's now in Secaucus. And I do have a couple other things that I wanted to talk to you about, too. But I, what well, do you I mean, you, you, just, if I just may make a comment, uh, I do have to comment that, I mean, you got real, a real loser of a governor. Oh, you ain't kidding. How, how the heck you reelected that guy after he had so many old people killed in nursing homes? I can't figure it out. Kind of like Cuomo, except he was actually warned. Murphy was warned. Uh, you know, I have a theory about that, and I don't know if I'm right or not, but I believe that these mayors and governors, they got their marching orders from somebody. Somebody, I don't know. Here I go with the conspiracy theories. What, CIA, maybe? <laughs> Who knows? Like, like, like what happened with, with Trump? He, he put a, a thousands of beds on a floating hospital, and nobody ever used it. What was that all about? What was the, well, the I'll big tell you, rush? I'll tell you that one because I was kind of in the middle of that. I even wrote an op-ed piece, which you can go back and look at for the New York Post. Because when this all started, when the pandemic started, Cuomo and Newsom and Murphy were very complimentary of Trump for cooperating, helping them with PPP, uh, getting them I remember hospital that. beds. And, and, and I, wrote a, I wrote this silly, naive op-ed piece that now looks ridiculous saying, Gee, maybe we're going to come together. Within two days, Cuomo, Murphy, Newsom, well, calling him every name in the book, claiming that he caught, so, that he caught, that he basically caused it. 
which I was trying to figure out how the hell did Trump wasn't in China. He couldn't possibly have caused it. Uh, <laughs> and I believe what happened is somebody in the Democratic Party, the same people who kind of engineered the, the fraudulent election, probably called up and said, hey, you guys keep praising this guy. We're going to make him a king. I mean, if we, if, if we keep saying he, he's doing a good job, and this is March of an election year, and we got a functionally illiterate candidate, this guy's going to win by 50 points. You better start knocking him in the head the way they did with Bush on Katrina, except here they had nothing to hit him with. I mean, to the extent that mistakes were made, they made the bigger ones. He's the one who cut off China a month and a half earlier than Biden wanted. And a million people would have, would have died if I mean, Biden couldn't oh. cut off China because, he, I mean, he, he gets too much money from it. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking lately about a slogan, a political slogan, that goes something like, Trump and Giuliani were right about everything. Everything, well, we not were. just a couple of things, everything. We were right. telling the truth about it. Who, who, who was right about Russian collusion? Trump Absolutely. and I. Who was That's right correct. about the hard drive? Trump and I. They, they, the New York Post today has got a picture of the 51 crooked intelligence guys who lied and said it was Russian disinformation. Even though if you read the letter carefully, they say they have no evidence of it, nor have they ever looked at the emails. So how did they yeah. determine it was Russian misinformation? A Democrat leader instructed them to say it if they'd like to be appointed or continue to get money from the Democrat administration. All these guys make a fortune when they come out of government, you know, Clapper, Brennan. I mean, they, and then they go on MSNBC and CNBC and, and lie their backsides off. But I mean, these this people, is this was a danger. This was a really dangerous thing they did. Imagine accusing Russia of, uh, of, of creating the hard drive, right? This is Russian disinformation. Now you're Putin and you're a really bad guy. Putin. You're a killer, you're a murderer, everything they say. And he gets accused all the time of being a liar. All of a sudden, he knows you're a liar. He knows that the top 51 intelligence officials that work for Democrats are complete, absolute, phony liars who will lie for political reasons. I mean, a, guy, a, a, a pathological guy like that, I mean, you're risking a war. That's right. I mean, they are. I mean, they should be put somewhere and not in a very cushy job. I'll tell you that. They're modern day Benedict Arnold. I believe so. I, I think that I think to, to 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 if you read the letter, the letter is 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 absurd. The letter says that there's indicia of Russian collusion, but we have no evidence of it, and we haven't looked at an email. Yeah, it's just a Hollywood script that we felt like writing. Yeah, a bunch of liars. And yeah. that's what we're stuck with if we vote for these Democrats. Unfortunately, my prescription is vote them out of office, all of them, yeah. and let them go fix themselves. And they will. They can be a good political right. party. There are a lot of good Democrats. A lot of really yeah, good people who are Democrats. They should be the represented Democrat by party. good people, not not crooks like these people on the front page of the post that i mean that looks like it should be a, if the fbi were legitimate it should be a wanted post 
yeah, the Democrat Party can continue to exist, just shake down the leadership and get them out and let the party cleanse, let itself cleanse, and they can come back in a couple of years. Nobody's saying get rid of them. Just get these animals out so the American people can Absolutely. go back to living a normal life. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be candidates that lose this year on, on, on all this because of what they're doing. Who probably would, would make good congressmen or assemblymen or whatever. But the leadership is so bad, they don't have the opportunity to do that. We get rid of we get rid of we get rid of Clinton. We get rid of Biden. We get rid of Pelosi's really gone, isn't she? You really think she's here? I I don't think she can last much longer. I think she's going to fail under her own weight eventually. I'm I'm actually I actually if I were if I if I were in Las Vegas and I you know ran one of those things, I'd make a bet on who 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 falls down first, uh, Biden or her. (laughs) On the way to the podium, yeah. who's the next one to fall on the way to the podium? Biden already yeah, fell going up the stairs. That that's hard. F- falling going down the stairs, I get up the stairs. That's I mean, you got to work at that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice nobody helped him? Yeah, I don't know. No, if nobody if I was falling, wouldn't somebody come and help you? <laughs> They'd help and me. Wasn't I it funny? And wasn't it funny how when Trump would hold a rally? You'd need MetLife Stadium, and the people would still be having a tailgate party out, and there's another 10,000 people in the parking lot. If Biden holds something, three people and a dog show up. You know, that's happening. I, 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 had, I had Doug Mastriano on my radio show the other day, and he's running oh, it, you know, right did. next to you in, in, in Pennsylvania. And he says he's experiencing that. He goes, he has a rally. So he, he's, he gets what I would call a mini Trump turnout, you know, like, Five, six, eight thousand people, which for a governor's race is good. Uh, the other guy, the other guy, Shapiro, gets about fifty people. He right. gets about you fifty people. I mean, everybody knows Shapiro is a liberal left wing nut job that supports Kras- Krasner in Philadelphia. Where I mean, you want to go to, you want to kill somebody, go to Philadelphia, take them there, kill them, and, and Krasner will let you out. That's like the poll of all polls. You know, people are always crazy over the polls, over the polls. Well, just look at how many people show up. And, it, and, and further, I think it, it, it almost indicates, once again, that you were right, you and Trump were right about the elections being stolen. If, if, if you use that as a poll, it's kind of pretty, it's pretty clear about how many people are motivated to show up for these things as opposed to not showing up for the Democrats and somehow they always win. What the hell Rob, is going on? Rob, they're not, they're not ready for that one yet. Because you got to <laughs> shove it down their throat. I mean, we, we had to shove Russian. It took four years to prove that they were lying completely. Not only that they paid, they paid for Russian collusion to create it. She, she paid over a million dollars to create the hoax. Uh, it, it took uh, two and a half years to, uh, prove who was telling the truth about the hard drive. They're not ready yet for the stolen. They're getting there. They're getting there. It's hard. I, I mean, so. look, it's hard. It's hard to believe that a political party would be so corrupt that it would steal an election. But it's hard to believe that a political party is so corrupt that it would try to frame a president. And they did. Right. Uh, uh, right. We, 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 we can call the Russian collusion thing anything we want. What it was was a deliberate attempt 
to accuse and convict the president of a crime that he didn't commit. Absolutely. Only very so evil the, people do that. Only very the evil American, people do that. The American government hit some kind of a critical mass when Trump got in because what happened, I think, is Trump unknowingly to them, they didn't expect it, and when he got in, he put a huge monkey wrench into what it was that they were lulling the society slowly. It was like a lullaby for the last 20 or 30 years. They were lulling us into a woke disaster, and someone hey, started coming. I think I should yeah, put you on with me. You're a great partner. I mean, uh, you, uh, you, got it, you got it really right on target, Rob. You got it right on target. I mean, basically, he was going to break up a good thing. They're all making, and, and I have to tell you, when it all comes out, there can be some Republicans involved in it too. It's not all Democrats. It, it, they had control of the government when it started. So they get the lion's share of it. But I know Ukraine better than I think anybody. <laughs> Democrats yeah. stole like crazy in the Ukraine with the Ukrainians. I mean, we're, we're, talking, we're talking billions. That got lost. Yeah, what is going on over there? What is going on with that? Not not just Democrats, my friend. And that's why it gets covered up. There are a couple of Republicans sitting in the Senate that are, you know what? They're sitting there and they have to wear diapers. And that's why they hate Johnson and and Grassley. And they're trying to defeat Johnson and Grassley. Johnson and Grassley were the only two that had the guts to go right at it. And I've talked to one of them. I won't tell you which one directly about it. They, They know it. So let's hope that Johnson yeah. and Grassley win. Well, that I mean, let me let me let me let uh, me take a little break. So and then we'll we'll we'll. I love talking to you. So keep calling. All right, Rudy. I want to work for you. I'm right across the river. All I'll, right, I'll come well, we're over. Gonna, there. We're gonna we're gonna get together, and I I, I uh, find your observations really very very good and very articulate. Thank you, and take care I of got yourself. More, believe me. Yeah, Thank and, go, you, I, 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 and I got to do one more thing. Go Yankees. Okay, Rudy, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I talked to All you right. soon. Now, I got to remind every everyone that after this show, which ends in about two, 15 minutes or so, we have the uh, regular show. This is sort of a special on the election. We have um, Call the Mayor, Call America's Mayor, whatever you want to call it. Uh, between six and seven, we do it every Tuesday and Thursday on the wonderful B- bbsradio.com. That one, if you do a, a, a forward slash uh, call the mayor, you're going to get there right, you know, right directly. You got the number 888-627-6008. And, and uh, I, I do it. I do it. And I'm doing that part. Because I want open discussion like we're having here with Rob, where, you know, all of a sudden YouTube doesn't come in and cut us off or uh, PayPal says you better pay twenty five hundred dollars because you said stolen election or that, uh, you know, the side effects from the vaccines were a lot worse than people say. If you say any of that stuff, I mean, it's now it's like almost like criminal conduct, which, of course, completely negates our First Amendment. I mean, you know that, but this is this this will uh, probably um, require a great deal more conversation uh, between us and with us. But I hope you stick with us. This is complicated stuff. This isn't by accident, my friends. 
if you've been if you've been listening to my podcast over the last two two and a half years, you'll see that I I think I've laid out and proven that this this has all been predicted uh, by whom Karl Marx, Frederick Engels, Leon Trotsky, Saul Alinsky, an American who, by the way, uh, taught Hillary and 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 Obama. Uh, and a communist. Uh, you you uh, probably don't know, and I hope the American corporations that gave millions and millions of dollars to Black Lives Matter, you probably don't know that it was founded by three self-declared, acknowledged, trained Marxists. Communists. Think taught by the Chinese. Doesn't matter. In fact, maybe worse. And um, also, their tactical training was done by two or three former Black Panther police murderers who were let out uh, early by left-wing, criminal-loving Democrat presidents. This criminal-loving problem for Democrats has been, you know, long-term. I faced it when I was an assistant U.S. attorney, U.S. attorney. I worked my backside off uh, turning it around in New York City. My team reduced crime in New York City more than any, um, more than any one in history. Not even, we don't even have a competitor. We reduced crime 65%. The current mayor increased it by 35. That's a pretty big delta, don't you think? That's the delta between Republicans and Democrats, my friends. We save lives. They get people killed by their incompetence and their left-wing and communist policies. People in Afghanistan, the 13 who died, Biden's got to take that with him to his grave. A, a, A president that could think would never have had that happen. What simple-minded idiot takes the troops out before the civilians in a terrorist country? Well, either a simple-minded idiot or a traitor. Who gives up an airbase 400 miles from China that you just spent hundreds of millions, if not billions, to refurbish? Well, you've got $85 billion worth of very, very sophisticated offensive equipment. And you know that China has announced that it wants to overtake you by 2048, and it's way ahead of schedule. They now have a bigger navy than you do. And they're on their way to investing in a bigger army and air force, and you're, you're reducing your military expenditures uh, by mids. Who gives up an air force base 400 miles from a country that you know is developing long-range uh, m- missiles or has them? You don't need a long-range missile 400 miles away. You can get in there before they can say boo. It's the reason Kennedy fought so hard to keep Khrushchev out of Cuba. It's the reason why Reagan deployed uh, a medium-range intercontinental missiles in Europe and back down the Soviet Union. You see, these things, uh, Biden has always been too stupid to understand. 
I know you think I'm exaggerating when I say I know the man for 35 years. And I am going to tell you, as I have said many times long before he was president, he's truly one of the dumbest people I ever met. And now he's Sinai. You put those two things together and America is in great jeopardy of decisions that imperil our national security. And he's made giving up that air base. He, he should never be forgiven for that. Ever. There will be a president someday or general who's going to need it. They're going to know who took it away from him. For no reason. We got nothing in return. He got 31 million. At least. We found out today something I never could find. And I work like hell trying to find this. So when I got the hard drive, I could show that $3.5 million was paid by the crooked wife of the crooked mayor of Moscow, the wife being a close friend of Putin, who we're all supposed to hate, right? They paid Hunter Biden, the, the drug addict who can do nothing, uh, $3.5 million. I knew it was a lot more. I've often said that, but I told you I couldn't prove it. So I wouldn't say the number because I only say things I can prove despite what the bar associations try to accuse me of. Well, today, uh, an independent analysis says that that was for a $40 million real estate deal. That's them. Go look at their analysis. Go look at their. But it makes sense that he got a lot more money from Russia. Now, I also happen to know there's a lot more than that. Also, I can't prove the numbers I give you are numbers I can prove. And so can the FBI. And they could have for two and a half years that come directly from Hunter Biden's computer, which I have a copy of. <clears throat> 2,000 feet from me. Just looking over about, no, probably about 1,500 feet from me. When the FBI raided, well, they didn't raid my apartment. Honestly, I got to be fair. The FBI did not treat me the way they mistreated uh, Navarro and, and uh, Stone and my good friend Bannon, and I mean, they, they didn't do the stormtroopers and the breaking it in at four. And the, they, they did do it at six, but which is kind of early. But, uh, but they knocked on the door and they were extraordinarily professional and polite. The agents were, and they were young agents. I'm not going to say they were embarrassed to do it. It's not my right to say that. I think they know they were dealing with an honest man. And I think they know they were dealing with somebody who, uh, made history with the FBI. A lot of history with the FBI. It makes me very sad to say this. Really. So they conducted their search. It took a long time, and they didn't rip my apartment apart. Like some, Sometimes they do it just because they do it. Uh, but in the case of some of my colleagues and friends, I mean, they did. They, I know at some point somebody used the word Gestapo, and we don't like to use Nazi references. So let's say... Let's say like the secret police in East Germany, the Stasi. That's the kind of raids they would do. They show up in military uniforms with guns and shields. And they'd have uh, things on that would frighten the living daylights out of the children in the house. They ripped the house apart. And they dragged people away in leg irons. For, for, for allegedly not telling the FBI the complete truth, 
about something which is just as likely the FBI was lying as the poor person they were taken away as if he were Ben Laden. They didn't do that to me. They came in, they conducted the search, they took all the electronics, they lined them up on my, I, I point at this because I'm doing this from my uh, study, and, which is where if you want to see what my study looks like, get, go to my podcast, RudyGiulianiCS.com, RudyGiulianiCS.com. The one coming out tonight or tomorrow is going to be sizzle because I go away after the 51 trades, the 51 people who put America in jeopardy by falsely claiming that Russia was the source of Hunter Biden's criminal computer that contains child pornography. And the child, we'll talk about that. (laughs) We'll talk about that in the next hour. So we got a few more minutes on the election. So let me give you sort of an overview of the ones that I think are the are the critic are the critical ones, I I uh, believe that it is critical for Oz to beat Fetterman because I don't think we can stand another cognitively significantly impaired left wing. I think I can fairly say communist in our government, who when he talks you can't understand him. And when you talk to him, he doesn't understand you unless it's translated into some other language which gets around his strokes. I am sorry that he had strokes. I hope he gets over his strokes. But while he's getting over them and before he can speak normally, he should stay in the hospital. huh? Plus, the guy never worked in his life. His parents support him. What is this all about? A United States senator? The guy doesn't work and he lives with his parents and he's a giant? And he talks nonsense like to fund the police? Are you crazy? People in Pennsylvania are very, very decent, smart people. I spent a lot of time campaigning there. I hate to say that some of my best friends come from Pennsylvania, but they do. You're going to defeat this guy. I always knew you were going to vote for Trump. You know, you voted for Trump last time, too. You had him ahead by 800,000 when I went to bed on election night. Probably I shouldn't have gone to bed. I should have traveled to Pennsylvania and done a little surveillance. But in any event, Fetterman's got to go. This is a disgrace. Warnock in Atlanta. I mean, this guy's a, 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 a racist. This was a Black Lives Matter guy, a defund the police guy. Sure, they're all lying now, the way Biden lied. I'm going to be moderate. Moderate? My God, he's to the left of Obama. He's to the left of most European governments. We're more socialist than European governments now. We got more people being paid by the government and not working, which is a great sign of socialism. You're working to support them. And they're making more not working. That's not socialist. We govern by mandate. And Biden tells us what we can do and can't do. We don't pass laws anymore. And when we do, we pass them without as a one-party country. What do you call that? (laughs) 
I call it a fascist state. And then he goes after the enemies of his enemies, his political enemies, including yours truly, who they've been investigating forever and ever. They've taken away my right to practice law because I'm a, do you know I'm a danger? Yeah, I'm a danger. Even though uh, the judge in uh, D.C. determined that uh, nothing I said or did had anything to do with the violence of of, Janu- of, of January uh, 6th, because when I said trial by combat, which is what they focus on, if you just read the sentence before and after, I'm talking about comparing two machines. I'm talking about let's put the two machines together and see which wins the com- the machines wins the combat. Nobody got excited. Nobody got upset. It was two and a half hours before anybody did anything, and they were freezing to death. And the judge, who was an Obama judge, dismissed me and Donald Jr. from the case because nothing he said could fairly be interpreted to incite anyone to unlawful conduct. Despite that, for two years, my livelihood has been taken away from me because I represented Donald Trump. Well, we're going to, um, we got about two more minutes, and let me just see if I have any more results to give you, because although um, although uh, these polls are probably going to change when we get to, um, when we get to, um, when we get to election day, it's, um, We've got we've got a Monmouth poll that has Biden at a 16 percent disapproval, a Rasmussen poll, 11 percent disapproval, uh, a CNBC poll that has them at a 4 percent disapproval. That must be all Democrats that are that are um, that are that way. The, the, the generic uh, ballot has um CNBC has even even CNBC has Republicans winning by two and Monmouth has Republicans winning by six, which is a big number for uh, for uh, for uh, for Republicans. Um, So. Arizona, close Senate race, Kelly and Masters, according to uh, the Daily Wire poll, Kelly's ahead by one. In Arizona, in the governor's race, Lake is ahead by three. And in Ohio, Vance is now pulling ahead by four. So um, it's, get, it's, it's, it's still very close, still impossible to call as to, well, I, mean, I didn't go over the House very much, and I will next time because we don't want to, we don't want to take anything for granted, but the, the House is uh, as close to a certain Republican victory is you're going to get. It's the numbers that that make a difference, and just how many of them is it going to be? Five? Is it going to be ten? Is it going to be thirty? Uh, the Senate is close as you can get. It comes down to maybe two, three races, and by next week maybe we can. I mean, right now I got it narrowed for myself personally to six, but I think I can narrow it to three for you to do your analysis. And to also urge you, because I am a, a columnist, a partisan, to vote Republican to save our republic. Well, thank you very much. I'll be back with you next week with this show. And I'll be on in just a couple of minutes with 
call the mayor. Thank you, and God bless America.